We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Should we keep or should we trade Darius Slay in the offseason? Graham Glasgow, is he replaceable? And what would Tyler and Pierre do if they were the GMs and they had to make three moves this offseason? Find out on episode 69 of the Pride Podcast. going on guys welcome back to the pride podcast episode 69 on the blue wire network and before we get this episode started my main man malcolm will not be joining us but before we get into it i want to wish you guys all a very merry christmas we didn't record before christmas so um we're doing this post christmas so hope you guys all had a great christmas Enjoyed the nice weather in Michigan. Enjoyed some nice NBA hoops. Ate good. Whatever you guys did, I hope you guys got what you want. Pierre, first of all, how was your Christmas? It was good. Had some fun with the family. Caught up with some friends. Can't complain. Gee, good? Eat good? Oh, yeah. Of course. You know, Middle Easterns, baby. We always eat good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you guys are probably wondering, what are you guys going to talk about? It has to be the Green Bay Packers Week 17 game. Nope, we're not talking about that because I know you guys are not interested in that. And something you guys are interested in, this is not what we're going to talk about. But if the Lions lose this Sunday to Green Bay and the Washington Redskins win versus the Dallas Cowboys, that means the Detroit Lions will have the number two pick in this year's NFL draft. And you guys know what that means. We get that premium edge rusher, that juicy edge rush from the Ohio State University named Chase Young. So if you guys are listening, that's what you guys need to hope and pray for to happen. And speaking of that Lions-Packers game, I am actually giving away two Lions tickets for this Sunday's uh, Lions-Packers game. So if you guys want to go check out on Instagram at Lions Nation, I made a post on it. You guys could go look at the rules and enter. 
Or if you guys are on Twitter, you guys go over on Twitter and look at my latest tweet and enter over there. So either one is valid and you will be, um, you know, I'll take a matter and see who I choose. So I'll choose by the time of this recording, I'll choose by the nighttime. So I want to get into a quick thing the Lions did today. Right. They uh, they converted six million of Stafford's base salary into a signing bonus, creating four point eight million of cap space. So let's get out. Let's, let's get that out of the way. I'm not going to talk about injuries because um, we have a ton of injuries. They made some <laughs> transactions. I'm not going to talk about those right now. Um, we're not going to talk about the Packers because when we've talked about games, it's been like no one really cares. Yeah. So we're going to do a new segment. Go ahead. Oh, it's your segment. You want to bring it up. You're the one who brought it up to me. It was your idea. So kind of explain the idea of it, what we're doing today. All right. So Tyler and I, like if we were the lines, what we do. So we have to do something with the draft, something with free agency and something with a staff change. Uh, We cannot have like the same move. So if he says something, I can't say it. If I say something, he can't say it. But our fourth thing will be a topic about what to do with Darius Slay. We'll say our opinion on that. I think our opinions differ. Um, let's get right to it. All right. So you want to go ahead and start it off? Yeah. So if I had to make a staff change, um, probably the biggest thing I would do is demote or get rid of Paul Pascalone. Yeah! Paul Pascalone, Mr. Bologna. Um, I don't know if the Lions are going to, if Patricia is going to hire uh, like a coordinator that like fits his style or if you bring someone like to help him think outside the box a little. So that'll be interesting. Paul Pascaloni, I, I don't think he's to blame to be honest, but he's going to be the scapegoat. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, And then my draft. All right. So they have number two pick Chase Young, but I was thinking about this. If there's a number three pick and let's say like a team in like five, six or seven comes calling up. I, don't, I forgot what teams, or even eight. I think eight is Carolina. It's the Dolphins at five, the Chargers at six. So okay. very possible. And then the Chargers at eight. Chargers six, six, six. I mean, the Panthers at eight. So yes. one of those, those teams need quarterbacks. We know Cam Newton's dealing with an injury. Phillip Rivers is getting old, and Miami doesn't have a franchise quarterback. If those teams come up and try to jump one another or something, um, we trade back, I'd be fine with that. You could get a... A lot, and obviously a first rounder this the first round this year and first round next year, and you get some mid round picks to help build your team. This this draft is deep in positions of need for the Lions. Or at number three, I know a lot of people don't like this, but I have a draft crush on uh, Derek Brown. He's just a beast. I mean, if you guys want to know about Derek Brown, go check out the last episode. Jordan Reed talked about him. He's a disruptive uh, pass rusher, really good against the run. Um, he's going to test well at the combine. Reed said he could probably run a four eight or four nine, which is crazy for a size like six four, six five, three nineteen, or something like that. So running at that speed, that athleticism, it's crazy. And then, all right, so those are the three. Oh, my free agent, my free agent. Who would my free agent be? Let's see. Okay, this is something simple. The Lions don't really have a reliable running back. They have carry-on. They have Bo, but those guys have dealt with injuries, right? So if I'm, like, thinking about this, I, I want to get a running back, but I don't want to pay too much for a running back. I go for Jordan Howard. He knows the division. He's a good back. He runs physical. That's what Bevel likes. So I think that would be my free agent. Jordan Howard, I like it. I actually put him on my list of um, wants this offseason. Um, okay. 
So, kind of re-explain to me. So, I have to think of three scenarios that I want to happen this offseason now. Like, my New Year's resolution for the Lions. Right. Okay, so you mentioned fire Paul Pasacloni, or I don't like I, you mentioned this already. I don't think they'll uh, no fire me there. I don't think he'll stay in that that same role just because of you know that bullshit mentor whatever. Right. I don't I don't think he's going to be the defensive coordinator next year. But if Patricia is here, which he is already, we know that that I don't I think he's still going to be somehow part of this team unless, which is very possible, he retires. That's the only way he's not with Detroit next year. Yeah. He's either part of the staff somehow, you know, as a position coach, a scout, assistant defensive coordinator, some <laughs> some BS. You'll hear some BS role to Paul Pascaloni, Um, unless he retires. That's the only way he's not in Detroit. Okay, so just to get it that way, you said that beautifully. Um, okay, so three – Things that I want the Detroit Lions to do. God, only three. I can only do three things. Okay. Um, well, you could kind of like like explain yeah. kind of like how I did. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to start off with a big topic. Uh, Darius Slay. What do we do with Darius Slay? This is a, a big question going around on Lions, Twitter, Instagram, every social media platform that likes the Lions. They're talking about this topic. What are the Lions going to do with Darius Slay? And this is a tricky situation. You you know Bob Coyne and Matt Patricia are getting another year. And you know it's kind of make it or break it for them. If they mess up, they're booted. They're gone. If they win, they get another year. They're still here. Right. Could the Lions afford to lose Darius Slay? I, I don't know. I don't know if they could afford to lose Darius Slay. At the deadline... You know, we obviously heard talks of the Lions shopping around Darius Slay, or at least taking calls on Darius Slay. I wouldn't necessarily say shopping around, but they took calls on Darius Slay. They were listening to offers. Um, we see reports afterwards. You know, they almost came to a deal with Denver. So I don't know what they're going to the hell they're going to do with Darius Slay. That's such a, a tough situation. If I am the GM of the Detroit Lions, I person would have traded him at the deadline. I've mentioned this. I, I, I didn't mention this. And I'm going to stick with my gut. I would still trade him in the offseason. I wouldn't be against if they did keep him because I, I understand in their standpoint because they need that number one corner, a number one corner that is proven. And it's not easy to find a number one corner right away. I don't think there's really one in the free agent market. You could go get a CUDA from Ohio State. Will it translate right away? That's the question. It could. I'm not doubting it. But I don't know if the Lions could take that risk. You know, Darius Slay is, I guess, known to, you know, some speculation that he might not like this Patriot way or whatever that's going on here. He wasn't happy with the Quandre Diggs trade, obviously. You know, will he be happy? What I'm going to say is, this is why I would trade him. I think if you were going to keep him around the long term, you would have already extended him by now. He's entering almost at age of 30, and we've seen it before. When corners hit that age of 30, they start to decline. Go look at Minnesota with Xavier Rhodes. Go look back in the day with Champ Bailey. Go look at Darrell Rivas. It happens. And it's sad, but number one corners could go away very fastly when they hit that age 30. You could get a Richard Sherman. You could get a Pat Pete. It's very possible. It's just very risky. Um... 
So I personally would trade Darius Slay this offseason, stockpile a few draft picks, and work from there and see what you get. But um, I think by what, as long as the Lions waited, his value obviously won't be as high as it was at the deadline. But I would trade Darius Slay. That's one priority for this offseason. Another priority I have for this Lions team, they need to go defense in this first round in the first round of the NFL draft, not even a question. They can't go offense at all. Uh, offensive lineman, no. Wide receiver, no. Quarterback, no. Nothing. Running back, nothing. You got to grab a defense here. You you grabbed your offensive pieces. You grabbed Togginson last year. It's time to spend a top five pick on the defense. We need a playmaker on defense. Anything but a damn safety. We You can go anywhere on that defense. I'm satisfied. You grab Akuda. You grab Derrick Brown. You grab Isaiah Simmons. I don't care. You grab someone on defense. Chase Young is beautiful. He's a beautiful man. But you got to go defense with this first-round pick. And it's not even a question here. If they go otherwise, I'm disappointed. I really am. If they grab Andrew Thomas, they grab Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, I don't care who the hell it is. They go offense, I am disappointed as hell. They need to go defense in this first round, no matter what. All right, I'm going to come to my third priority. We have to let's, – let's do something on the coaching staff. So you mentioned Paul already, how he needs to be gone, which he probably will be. I think it's as simple as this, honestly. You get rid of everyone on defense. Like Brian Stewart by Al Golden by uh, Bo Davis – by like anybody you could just get rid of all of them and you need a fresh new regime defense i know it's matt patricia's defense i understand but let's get some new faces in here we've seen what these guys could do let's get them out of here let's get some new faces <laughs> al golden wasn't successful in college he's not successful in the nfl he wasn't successful as a tight ends coach like why is he still here no brian stewart took over for tony odin when he went to miami when we hired patricia that hasn't really worked out. I think the Lions had the least amount of picks in the last two years since he's been here. Yeah. Uh, so bye-bye. Uh, Bo Davis, all that talent on the defense from Alabama. I had expectations for you, buddy. You're not cutting it either. Ashawn, I mean, he's all right. Deshaun Hand, can't stay healthy. Those are his two Bama boys. Um. So, yeah, Bo Davis could go kick rocks as well. So a whole new defensive staff I would keep. Daryl Bevel's good. Jeff Davison's fine on the on the offensive line coach. Rod Prince as a wide receivers coach is fine. Kyle Kaski, they just hired him last Kasky. year. Kaski as a running back coach, they got him from Cincinnati. I would assume they would keep him around. And I'd be lying to you if I knew who the tight ends coach was. You Chris White. Chris White. Okay, sure, he could stick around. <laughs> Now, um, pick a free agent that you think would help the team. Now, like, like doesn't have to be a big free agent. It just could be, like, one free agent. What, what free agent would you pick? I like the Jordan Howard one you had, but I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to stick with the same position. I'm going to go Kareem Hunt. Um, I know fans have their mixed emotions with Kareem Hunt. I know you're not the biggest fan of Let's Kareem Hunt. Let's be honest, though. Like, do you think Martha would allow Kareem Hunt? No, because they missed their opportunity to get Kareem Hunt last year. <laughs> no, no. Do you think they would go for a player like that, though? I no. don't think they ever do that. No, I don't either. They missed their chance. They could have got Kareem Hunt last year for a lot cheaper. He is a restricted free agent next year, so you would have to, what do you call it, you know, outbid Cleveland's offer anyways. So All right, let's 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 do this. Let's do unrestricted free agent because you're not going to get Kareem Hunt. He's restricted. Even if he was unrestricted, we're not getting him. Yeah. Uh, so, like, 
So who would be your free agent, Tyler? So if I can go one guy, ooh, actually I'm switching. I told you someone off air. I'm gonna go someone else. I'm gonna go with Shaquille Barrett. I like Shaquille Barrett a lot. You know he can get some pressure on the quarterback. He can kind of take over what Devon Kennard's doing for us, but get more pressure on the quarterback. I like the idea of Shaquille Barrett on this team. I believe he's number two or number one in sacks in the NFL right now. He's up like there. I know that. Yeah, I, I know he's definitely Chandler up. Jones is number one. I think Shaq Barrett is two. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know they're both yeah. top five. Yeah, he's like around that 16, maybe 17 sack number. So high sack guy. Yeah, so it'd be nice to – I mean, I hope it's not a fluke. He's looked good this year. He's probably going to get paid this offseason, I would assume, after this performance. So Yeah, for sure. I have two guys. I'm going to go two linebackers. So Shaquille Barrett and Danny Gervathan from the Chicago Bears. I kind of like him because he could cover, and we need a coverage linebacker. That's something that we're lacking right now, and he could play on the outside. So i go with either Gervathan or – Shaquille Barrett. I'm going to give my thoughts on the Darius Slay situation. I obviously um, still want him. The reason is because he's your number one cover corner. And I mean, let's say like you were to trade him, who do you replace him with? Would you give Byron Jones a record setting deal? Like, because he's like a top corner, like tough. Would you pay Byron Jones top three cornerback money? I wouldn't. Would you pay Darius Slay top three cornerback money? But he's not worth that anymore. He'll be twenty nine. Um, I think he's still like he's still worth like eleven or twelve mil a year. Like something Casey Howard got. I mean Casey Hayward got around that age. It was like three year, thirty three mil or something like that. I can see them giving him like a year or two extension, eleven mil a year, some guaranteed money up front, signing bonus. I think I'd do that. I don't think I would um just flat out trade him. Because if you trade him, you wanna win now. You gotta find another corner. I know Okuda is good and all, but like He's still a rookie, though. You know, he's still going to have his ups and downs, and you'd probably have more ups and downs. He's he's probably the best corner to come out since Jalen Ramsey, but you don't want to task a rookie like week one shadowing number one wide receivers. That's just not ideal for like a rookie corner. Could you see? Could you see potentially Darius like in like an Xavier Rhodes type deal though? No way. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why is that? Not with us, at least. I mean, no, I don't see it. Because of age, bro. I don't see him getting that type of deal because of age. Because he's, what, 28 right now? will be 29 going into the season? Yeah, because of age. I mean, age so, is okay. okay, say instead of five years, they give him three years instead. So it would be the same. 32. They both ex- both their deals expire at the age of 32. I don't think they do that. You think Darius Slay will play under his current contract, though? No, I know. I told you, if you add like a year on it and you add some guaranteed money on it, Basically, like a two-year deal, make the first year guaranteed. You know what I mean? So you think Slay would be okay with like a snacks type of deal? Yeah, they have the same agent. Yeah, anytime you get money up front, guaranteed, and it's like it's like a good amount of money, you take it. Okay. Well, it's it's it is tough. I I told you it's it, I mentioned it. It is tough to find a cornerback. One Akuda is nice. I could see them keeping him just because it is a make or break it year for Bob Quinn right, and Matt Patricia. I, I just don't know because. We saw when they had a voice like Kawandre come out that they just, you know, got rid of him. And we don't have any proof. We don't have any proof that Darius Slay's done it before. It's just kind of like we've speculated and, you know, fans have speculated. And it just kind of seems like Darius Slay is not happy with his current regime. And I could see him kind of being on Kawandre's side and Glover Quinn's side. Because we go back, we interviewed Glover Quinn. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've, you know, we've seen it with these like interviews and 
they're all friends, obviously. Those three are really tight. And right. it just gives me the narrative, and I believe a lot of Lions fans, the narrative that these guys kind of think on the same page. And that's why I'm kind of like, is Darius Slay going to really work out here? Like, does he really even want to be here right now? Like, I don't know. I, it's tough. I, I can't tell. <laughs> so I could see either way. I could see them trading him because maybe something behind closed doors. He's not happy and wants to be traded but still wants to get paid. Or I could see scenario two, Bob Quinn and Patricia not giving two shits what he thinks and just keeping him around because they need their cornerback one really badly and don't want to take a risk on a rookie. So it, it's tough, man. It is a really tough thing to, to plot out. But you could get some – I don't know. What do you think Darius Lee's value even is right now? Like if you I think you get, get a one for him. You get a late one for him. You think so still? Easily. I mean, you look at the market. Just look at the market. You got Byron Jones, and after that's like a big drop. You got, you got what? You got um, Trey Waynes, um, Denard, I think. I don't know. There's like Eli Apple. Like, it's a waste after that. So once Byron Jones, like, signs his deal, whoever he signs with, people are going to call about Slay. Teams um, are going to call about Slay. I mean, I mean, will probably be teams playing B after Byron Jones because they don't have to give assets for Jones. They just have to, like, sign him. By assets, I mean, like, they don't have to give up a pick for Byron Jones. They have to, like, yeah. give him money, though. And Darius Slay could be, like, option two. But because right now, if he was a free agent, he's better than Byron Jones. Mm-hmm. And if he but, was a free agent, teams would also would overpay just because it's, like, free agency. He'd probably get a four-year deal if he was a free agent or five-year deal, like a big type of money deal. But he's not. What about the age, though? I mean, you look at Gilmore. He's, what, right now, 30, 31? He's still right. Or am I wrong? Let me see. I don't know, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Gilmore right now is 29 years old, and he's playing at a high level. So you can compare those two guys. They play in the same scheme, man scheme, except Darius Slay doesn't get a lot of pressure from his D-line versus Gilmore gets pressure from his D-line. So, I mean... If if Slay like if the Lions put pressure on the quarterback, I guarantee you our corners would look a lot better. Our corners are not bad; they're, they're really not. not that bad. I mean, like, Coleman is a top three nickel corner. We already know that, and Darius Slay is still a number one corner. He shadows guys every week. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting. So, um, I see both sides of the argument, especially with Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia being and their make it or break it year. I I could see both sides of the argument. So. Um, yeah, we'll definitely see where that happens. I don't think we can get a one for Darius Slay, but um, that's a different story on a different day. But all right, what else do we got on this New right. Year's Resolution podcast? Let's talk about a topic that came up today. It was about uh, Graham Glasgow. Yeah, it I came just up want to get to Twitter. that. Do you have the quote or should I pull it up? Uh, yeah, I do have it actually. Okay, go ahead, read it. So, uh, this was from Michael Rothstein from ESPN. So, he talked to uh, Graham Glasgow, obviously, offensive guard on the Lions. And this is what Glasgow had to say. At this point in time, it would be almost dumb not to test for agency. He said he's hoping to talk to the Lions, and he thought a deal might have gotten done already and that he could be back, but he didn't. So that is what Graham Glasgow said. So he thought there could be a deal done during maybe before the season started and midway through the season. Glasgow was hoping to see a tough extension would come. So 
Um, we're obviously now in week 17, and Graham Glasgow is still not got extended, and that means he will be testing the free agent market. So, Peter, where do you stand with this? Do you agree with this, or um, um, like, what do you do with Glenn? What do you do with Graham? If it was me, I'd resign him. But I heard they want to spend big on their. They want to put more like resources into their defense. They could probably still find a cheaper guard, like not as good as Glasgow, but like a reliable guard. But this is what I think Graham's got. Also, look, Glasgow is looking at this. They rotate me every damn week, and I'm one of the best guards on the team. There's one. Um, he hasn't missed it. I don't think he's missed a game, has he? One game versus the Raiders this year. He was dealing with that. I don't know what he was dealing with. It might have been like a knee or something like that. I don't. I can't remember. But right. he missed well, the Raiders game. He's reliable as heck. He's missed one game so far in his four years here. Um, he's a tough guy. He's played through some stuff actually. Yeah. Um, another thing is he's versatile. Like if Ragnar goes down, you plug him in at center, and then you bring whoever you have at guard. So he could play like two positions that they love that because they're like from the Patriots and they like all this versatile crap. So yeah. I mean, I like that versatile stuff too, but you look at all that and then you look how he's playing this year. He's playing like a top ten guard in the NFL. If that gets to the free agency, shoo, he could probably make like ten, eleven mil a year. I don't think the Lions want to give that money to him. And then you look at this. You got Decker's contract coming up next year. You got Kenny Galladay's contract coming up as well. And you got Glasgow. If you had to choose two of the three, who would you choose? I personally would choose Galladay and Glasgow, personally. All right, I would go with Galladay and Decker because I think left tackle is like the second most p- important position on offense after the quarterback. You got to have like your blind side there. And I think Decker, he started off a little rough. <clears throat> he's been well, just the penalties have been up there. If he could fix those, I think he's still a good tackle. Like, good tackles are hard to find. Just ask the te- Texans. They gave hey, up a lot for Amy Tunsil. Hey, he's not bad. No, I, I don't think Decker's a bad player, but you gave me the options of those three. I'm choosing. Right. Choosing Graham and Kenny. I think Decker's a solid tackle. I, I really do. But um, you mentioned it, holding penalties. He's been hurt in his career before. He's not as reliable as Glasgow. And this is why I wouldn't mess it up. I'm with you. I wouldn't, I would, I would keep around with Glasgow, even if it costs money. I don't care. Glasgow is reliable. He's versatile. He can play the guard and center position. We saw when uh, Ragnow got hurt and we, it was feared to miss some games. I mean, we were concerned, obviously, but like we we were okay with our center position because we know Graham has done the job before. He's right. been he's been reliable. Like, if Ragnall goes out next year, let's say that God forbid something happens again to Ragnall, like in the preseason, he actually has to miss time. Who the hell are we putting at center? Bo Benshaw? Like, I think Dahl. I mean, like as of right now, let's say Glasgow wasn't on the roster. I think Dahl can play center, and you put him like your top backup guard at Joe Dahl spot. Like Wiggins or something like that. Or, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, it could or, be a draft pick. It could or, be Wiggins. It could be Bo. I, I don't know. It could be a signing, resign Ode Abushi. Um, I don't know. I I personally want to do it. I love the chemistry between this offensive line. I think this offensive line is solid. Honestly, I think yeah, you know Joe Dahl. Could, I think Joe Dahl can use an upgrade. I think he's like whatever. I think he's more of a backup than a, a everyday starter or every week starter. I should say. I disagree with that. I think he's underrated. I like Dala. I think he's a good starter. His run blocking is not great. I mean, like, I think he's good, though. Like, And pass pro, he gets burned sometimes completely but what bad. Him, though, I think he's outplaying his contract already. Like, what is oh, he getting? Like, sure. Less than, yeah. uh, three mil a year, less than two, something like that. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, it's a great deal, actually. 
Well, you know what you could do? Instead of rotating Graham Glasgow, you get Joe Dahl and rotate a guard with him. How about that? <laughs> it makes more sense than rotating Graham Glasgow. Well, they rotate all of their guards. I don't really agree with that. That's why like, I wouldn't mind if they get rid of Jeff Davison because the offensive line was supposed to be better coming into the year. I mean, it's it's been good, but it's supposed to be better, I think. And it just like like the run blocking at first was atrocious. The running scheme was kind of bad, and they kind of like changed some things up. You, you could see it, but still, it's just I don't know. I don't like the idea of rotating a top ten guard with a backup guard. Can nothing gets Kenny Wiggins? He's a really good, reliable backup. I like him as a backup, but don't like rotate him in and out, bro. Like Glasgow wants to go somewhere where he's valued. You know, like imagine if you're a starter. And you're like top ten at your position, and they're taking you out of the game. Would you want that if you were him? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but it's just—I don't know. I would keep Graham Glasgow. I love the chemistry between this offensive line. I think they got a good unit. I wouldn't say really necessarily good, but I think it's a solid enough unit. It's a solid enough unit to win football games. It was a, a top five offense when Stafford was out there. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that offensive line, and I don't think we mess it up and try to go get someone. Uh, from free agency or the draft, I think you you pay your Glasgow eight to ten million, whatever he, the hell he wants, and you work from there. Because, like I said, he's reliable as hell. He could play multiple positions. He could give you left guard. He could play center, and he could play right guard. He gives you three offensive line positions right there. I would keep Graham Glasgow around. All right, I have another scenario. Let's say, like, because a lot of teams do this. Let's say they franchise him and they trade him. What would you want for him if they could franchise him and, like, they trade him? What's, like, an average guard market, like a fourth or third round pick, if I had to guess? Well, if they, like, let's say, like, he walked next you'd get a, probably a third round comp pick next year if you don't sign a guard this year. Something like that. I forgot how it works. So, so you get, like, a three or four for him, basically? Yeah, so would you want that three, like, this year, or would you want it next year? Um, That's a good question. I'd, I, mean, I'd I don't keep, know if it, I don't know. I would keep Glasgow for the year, so I'll take it for next year instead of this year's draft. Right. So, I honestly, I'm keeping Glasgow. I would even franchise tag him either. But if that is this, if it does come down to that, I would keep Glasgow for the year and then trade him next year. So you tag him, and then next year, or tra- like tag him and then trade him during the deadline, or tag him and then just wait it out until next year and getting a, like a comp pick for him. Well, you could do either one. I'm fine with either one. I don't think Glasgow's play is going to come down. I think he's going to be the same player like he was his first four years. I don't think his play is just going to start suddenly declining. So um, I think there will be suitors for him if you did want to trade him. If the season does go downhill next year, if you, you know, you're know you sellers at that point, you could trade him. But if you're playing well, keep Graham around, and then you decide in the offseason. But I'd keep Graham for at least another year. Okay. Especially when you're in a make-it-or-break-it year, you kind of need Graham Glasgow, I think. But... It it kind of seems like they're trending the other way and that they won't be keeping him around. Yeah, it seems like the way he talked, they haven't even offered him something he likes. Like, the way he said that in the speech, it seems like they didn't offer him, like, um, what he wants. Like, they're either low-balling him or they're not even offering him anything at all. It kind of seemed like he, I was going to say, it seemed like he didn't even get an offer. It's like, I was hoping to talk with them and I couldn't we didn't even talk or anything. So, it kind of seems like he didn't even get an offer. From his saying, I'm not going to say on air that I know what they've been doing with Graham, but that's what it seems like, at least. Another thing I want to get into is, so the strength and conditioning staff and the, and the, doc, and the medical staff, 
So we've had a record number of injuries this year. I don't even know how many. Um, the doctors have been questionable the way they've had they handled Stafford's injury. Um, bringing carry on back. I'm not a fan of that. Maybe you are, but like the risk of injury is probably higher when he comes back. He was playing with a brace on his knee, so we know he wasn't like fully healthy, probably. Um, just like the way they've handled injuries all year, they got fined earlier in the year. You've had former players speak out about the medical staff. So would you make changes to the medical staff and the conditioning? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Didn't Harold Nash get fired after one year in New England or something like that? Not one year. He had one year where he had like really bad injuries, and that year he got fired. Yeah, he was with them for a few years. Sure, fired the doctor. Sure years, but fired yeah. Harold Nash. <laughs> yes, sure. I don't. Do I need to have an argument to this? No, because I agree with you. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, Lions fans. I hope you guys. <laughs> enjoyed this episode this is a little random episode you know just throw something out there i know you guys don't care about the packers game if you are if you do care about the Packers game you guys care about the draft stock and you guys want us to get the number two pick most likely i'm with you so again if you want to attend the lions game you want to say what up to me i will be at the lions game too so go ahead and enter the giveaway i'm giving away two tickets if you want to go with your dad your buddy your mom your grandma your grandpa whoever the hell you want to go with take your kids whoever you want to go with i'm doing a giveaway for free two tickets on my page lions nation or you can go over my twitter on tyler sawa but that's all i got for you guys hope you guys have a great new year's 2020 it's gonna be our year and stay forward to or stay tuned for the off season it's gonna be our off season we're gonna have a great off season lions wise podcast wise everything is gonna be ours 2020 mark my word is our year happy new year's lions fans i am your host tyler and i'm out all right guys before i let you out make sure you subscribe rate and review on apple Podcasts. give us a five star comment whatever we appreciate everything i am out and 2020 is our year yes sir 2020 see you guys next year <laughs>